to. I had to. <laughs> I haven't watched wrestling in so many years. And why? Because that man right there has not been wrestling. And he is going to be at WrestleMania uh, for the first time. And I don't care if it's Stone Cold taking it easy, whatever. I haven't seen that man in forever. And he's the only thing that could bring me back to wrestling. Right? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hell yeah, man. Stone Cold said so. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold <laughs> said so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I haven't watched wrestling in years, Dude. man. Years. I My mean, grandma still watches it. Since, since like, the Attitude Era. You know, yeah. when, when they were actually edgy. And then they yeah. went totally PG and it was boring as shit. You know, right? I tried to stick around and, eh. I mean, as long as the Undertaker was was still there, I was like, "All right, I'll watch." But uh, right. then, he, then he retired, and I'm like, "I literally have no reason to watch." <laughs> but yeah. but uh, my my kids went to uh, man, this is gonna annoy the shit out of me. My kids went to uh, Raw in Pennsylvania last night, and uh, fuck, you know what? Fuck this shit. Hold on. <laughs> that's like when you go to slam a door that's got like the, the slam resistant hinges on it. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. go to slam that fucker, it's like <laughs> all nice and slow, slam. <laughs> <laughs> but uh what the fuck was I saying? Your kids went to Raw last night. Oh yeah, they went to Raw last night and uh you know it looks it kind of start starting to look like they are like easing you back into the attitude era like uh Brock Lesnar went after Roman Reigns' car with a forklift like he's doing like stone cold esque stuff so, yeah. and, you know like a little bit more edgy shit so i don't know you know if they if they continue to do that and they really like lean into it i might get back into watching it but i don't know if they could ever do it as good as it was no, dude, it'll never be like what it was because you'll never have fucking like Undertaker and Hulk Hogan and fucking Hacksaw Jim Duncan and the Bushwhackers, dude. That was back when wrestling was fun to watch, dude. Right? Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? All the characters. Flair, that feather wearing freak. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Still do the woo today. Right? And man, Razor Ramon died. I know, dude. But. Eddie, didn't Eddie Guerrero die? Oh yeah, Eddie Guerrero died a long time ago. In a car accident, wasn't it? Was it a car accident? It, it might have been. Murdered. It was either a car accident or drugs. One of them was murdered. Uh, Chris Benoit killed his entire family and then himself. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that was tragic, man. I I think that was CTE. Yeah. Because yeah, I watched a lot of stuff on that on that whole thing and i mean he was a, he was really a great guy he loved his family more than anything and anyone who knew him had no idea like he wasn't showing signs of like a psychotic break or anything like that and he just went home one day and fucking killed everybody and himself and i mean still to this day they don't know what the real reason was and i think it was cte just like i think oj simpson was cte i mean he absolutely killed them there's no doubt about that but yeah 
I, I, you know, you get hit enough in the head and your shit just gets fucked up and you snap, man. It's, it's yeah. no different than a pit bull, you know? Yeah. I mean, pit bull, pit bulls inbreeding, but I mean, same thing. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Cause a pit bull, you don't have to hit it. You don't have to get hit. Now it can just snap. And, yeah. And that's because of the inbreeding that's yeah, done that's with true. them. They want, they want the blue nose cause the blue nose are the more vicious. Well, there's, only so many fucking lenient lines of DNA that you have that you can breed. You know what I mean? So my precious baby over here, you're telling me is like a hillbilly dog. Is she a blue nose? No, she's not blue nose. She red nose. Wait a minute. Why? Are those the only two kind? Yeah. You, there's blue nose and red nose. Hold on. Chloe. Let me see your nose. I don't know if I can get that close. What's up, babies? Uh, I don't know. Blue nose, I mean, it's a black nose, really. Is she purebred? I don't know that she's purebred. We, uh, then there's, yeah. Okay. A purebred, a purebred American pits, like pit bulls. They're they're either red nose or blue nose, and you can tell the like the ones that are like what they call blue, but they're like a silvery gray color. Yeah, no, and that's you, not. She doesn't have like, that. Well, no, but you can see their nose like right here on the back, on like right behind where their black is, uh, and it will be either red or blue. Okay. No, I think she's got man. I mean, she looks like a your your stereotypical pit. Yeah. And believe me, she acts like it. <laughs> we, dude, we got complaints at first when we first got her. Well, when we first moved in here to my grandmother's house, and uh, they called the cops on us and everything. Uh, really? Yeah, saying they have a vicious dog next door. They have a vicious dog. She's barking all the time. Like I don't know if you know anything about pit bulls, they bark like a like fucking mental patients. You know. <laughs> Anybody, I mean, it, it could be leaves going by, it could be snow falling, and God forbid somebody walks their dog. And unfortunately, in this neighborhood, because it's like <laughs> practically senior citizen neighborhood, everybody's walking their fucking dog. And I mean, from like 6 a.m., they're walking their dogs past my house. And for some reason, I don't know if it's because I'm on the corner, but everybody's got to stop in front of my damn house with their dogs while my dog goes fucking batshit in that window. <laughs> I swear to God, sometimes it feels like it's on purpose. All right. I bet <laughs> but, it is sometimes. But at the same time, as vicious as she sounds, she's the gentlest thing ever, ever, ever. She, I mean, unless, unless you're trying to hurt one of us, she would never do anything. Yeah. Great dog. She's just she's just loud. Yeah, yeah. But that's good though because she's warning. You know what I mean? Like, yep, yep. I couldn't ask yeah. for I couldn't ask for a better pit bull, and she gets along what? with you know the other little dogs and yeah, she protects them and shit. That's what's important that she gets along with the little littler dogs because usually pits don't get along with smaller dogs. You know yeah. what I mean? They, oh, she loves them. She we got a puppy. She's probably four months old, and I mean it's not hers obviously, but she treats her like it's her baby. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. 
but so what's up with this nuclear reactor you're talking about i haven't heard nothing about it I'm all right all right cool because i've been really into this shit so you want me to, i'll screen share this because it's right from forbes you've got something i've never heard about so i'm interested oh my god i have something benny hasn't heard about that does not happen let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. To... No, that's not the right one. There we go. All right. So uranium is a radioactive element, half-life of 700 million years, okay? Yep. Um, I don't want to get into every little detail about it. Uh, where it was found, Oklahoma Open Mine Pit. I believe this is in Africa that they found it. Um. When uranium decays, it will emit three neutrons. One of the one of them emitted neutrons hits another uranium atom. This atom will also decay, and chain reaction will begin. I think that's how uh, it pretty much erupts there. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, they're explaining how nuclear reactors work right here. Oh come on! So. I don't know, maybe you have a uh, understanding of how uranium is at least created. So this this nuclear reactor that they found is 2 billion. I, I saw 4 billion in another one. Uh, let's see, that's Forbes. Yeah, it's in Africa. It was discovered in 1972. Then why are we not hearing about it till now? Right. Okay. A two billion year old reactor. Yeah. I guess I should have read these first so I wasn't doing this, but whatever. Y'all can. Right? We're getting better, though, you know? Yeah, man. Oh, you son of a bitch. I did not want to push that. Uh, all right. It's perfect for nuclear fission. The second condition is a source of neutrons. Uranium de uh, decays naturally in the thorium. Nuclear fission, nuclear fission is when an atom breaks apart into smaller atoms, usually releasing energy in the process. This neutron fuses with a uranium-235, and together they combine to form uranium-236, which is unstable. Uranium-236 is then overwhelmed with instability and splits, creating a variety of smaller stable atoms and some neutrons. The neutrons can happily shoot towards other atoms and continue the chain reaction. Again, they're just explaining how nuclear fission works here. It figures, what I saw was on Facebook, and, you know, they get to it a lot quicker. Uh... The water would slow down. Eventually, enough of the water would have boiled away until there wasn't enough in the reactor to slow down the neutrons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, Benny, do you do you know how they create a nuclear reactor, first of all? I mean, I'm not a nuclear scientist, but I know the basics, the okay. fundamentals. All right. Let's, let's explain the basics of why this is so crazy. Uh, the, the perfect... Um, the perfect environment that has to be in order for 
a nuclear reactor to <laughs> be made. In order for it to work? Yeah. Oh, I mean, in order for a new for nuclear power, you have to have your refined uranium for one, which, which can only be uranium. Made. Uranium in its natural state, I mean, it emits a radiation, and it like up here in Minnesota, where I'm at, um, we there's actually uranium deposits. I found we, you find raw uranium here. I have a piece of it, and it does emit a radioactive uh, um, radiation. Um, I, I I actually found it. I put it on the dash of my truck next to a compass that I had on my truck and the compass went haywire, fried the compass, compass never worked again. Huh. So I know it's uranium. It does emit a free of radiation and heat up here. You find it in the wintertime is the best place to find it because the snow doesn't stay on it. Right. You'll do, you'll be walking through and there'll be little patches of melted fucking where there's no snow and then there, there's uranium there. But in order to get it to a state that it's, that it's, potent or dense enough to cause nuclear fission it has to be refined and that i mean because there's none we, there's none found in nature that is dense enough to cause the reaction that causes in nuclear fission or a nuclear reactor or a right. bomb for that right you know and what i mean the water involved has to be so pure purer yep. than any water that's found on naturally naturally on earth yep it so has that, to be distilled like 10,000 times. You know what I mean? But, right. So right yeah. there, that proves that there's no possible way that this could naturally be occurring. No. Oh. Now, when you I, when you say that they found a, a 2 billion year old nuclear reactor, what is this like a, is this like a machine or is it like a pocket in the ground in a cave that they found that there's nuclear power in? Uh, yeah. But they're Which calling one? it a nuclear reactor. Yeah. The picture they showed looked like it was just a pocket with refined uranium and uh, still possibly active, uh, you know, nuclear power in it. Yeah. Um, I guess there's well, no point in trying to look the rest of this up. Uh, the whole point of it, I, I just kind of wanted to have it just for proof or whatever. Uh, but it just I mean, goes well, I mean, when, you, when you said they found a two billion year old reactor i in my mind was picturing this a cave with like this huge machine in it that's ancient and like, like but i mean either way whether it's a cave with a machine in it or just a pocket of in a cave like a pocket uh, in a rock or, or some um an area in the ground they found that has refined uranium in it yeah the fact that it's refined uranium mm -hmm. makes it not natural it right. can't be natural. Right. It's, there's no nature does not refine uranium. Humans yeah. do. Yeah. So I mean, that that breaks apart everything that you know that, that history has taught us and how old this civilization is and how old the planet is. Exactly. How old everything is. Yeah. Because I mean, two billion years. There's no. Did did it say anything about what they the estimated half life? remain remaining no life of it not not so far in the articles that i saw okay but i mean as far as i'm concerned what they found is yeah. enough to back up things that we say uh right that this is not our first time here and clearly 
definitely not. You know, like I said, they I I seen that one article that they they found a a uh, you can probably look it up too. There's it's it's a hammer, an iron hammer that was found inside of a rock that dates from 10,000 BC. Literally so, impossible from what from what we know. Yeah, no, and, and and the way it was found is this couple, from what I understand, was just like out like enjoying the day, rock picking, doing like enjoying hiking, whatever. Yeah. And they or they could have been could they could have been just working in the backyard. But they were out enjoying the day and they found a rock that had a stick sticking out like straight out of the rock, a, a wooden stick. So the dude busted it open, and on the end of the stick was an iron hammerhead <laughs> inside of a rock that's 10,000 BC. 10,000 BC. Yep. And so what so that's were 12,000 years ago. So what were we then? I mean, were we even cavemen? Like, I, I, don't, know, to, I don't know years as far as, like, you know, human evolution. Well, the last years. ice age, when the whole planet was locked in ice and pretty much dead was approximately 12,000 years ago. Okay. So 10,000 BC would have been approximately 12,000 years ago. So this rock would have been from the end. That rock would have been from the end of the last civilization that was on here before the ice age to cleanse the planet. Okay. Okay. Which is that's not the dinosaurs. Nope, dinosaurs were 300 million years ago. 300 million, okay. I know, I sound like I'm an talking, idiot that I don't know these numbers, and I should, but... <laughs> dude, most people don't. Most people don't know geological time. You know, it's, hard I mean? they to, don't... it's hard to fathom how long ago that was. Dude, it really is, if you think about it. You know what I mean? I mean, we, we talk about Jesus Christ's time as being ancient history. 2,000 years ago, according to... Yeah. But in, in our in our mind in, in our th- three dimensional mind's eye though two thousand years that's a long time. It's forever. Times. People don't live to be a hundred rarely. You know yeah. what I mean? So two thousand years, that's ten lifetimes or twenty lifetimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, it, but but it, when you, when you talk when you're talking about geologic time, two thousand years is a nanosecond in geologic time. Right. You know what I mean? It's it's a blip. That's, yeah. Our lives aren't even measurable on geological time because they're so short compared to what it is. You know what I mean? That's it. Yep. That's it. Just. And but I think, I think you know, like we've said in the past, which of course we're doing this again and again, again and again and again. And I think maybe it was Atlantis. Maybe it had something to do with that. Uh, because they were so advanced, Atlantis, Lumeria, the Lyrians, the the um, Elohims, the Nephilims. Pick 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 an ancient civilization that it could have been. I mean, the Elohim is that is that what you said? The Elohim, yep, the gods of ancient of the, the Old Testament. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, okay. Which so, that that leads me the reason why I even I never heard of the Elohim until my light at the first part of my light activation a couple oh, of weeks ago okay because i i went through a lumerian light activate light language activation uh-huh and which i just finished last night well i and, wish i i wish i had stuff to uh, oh no i do have i do have a little bit up here and i know you can explain it a lot too but just uh just for the viewers so you know they can yeah. have a little bit of background here 
this is what I found so far. Why does it keep bringing that up? <laughs> well, so much for not showing <laughs> the bad words that I say. Did you see that? Uh-uh. <laughs> My me- okay, good. <laughs> I said, where are you at? And I'm not going to repeat the last word in it, but you'll see it when you check your messenger. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this woman, she says uh, her name is Raya Lovegard, and I was once one of those people. When I first activated the ability to speak light language in 2005, I had no clue what I was cha- what I channeled, where it originated, how powerful it was. Currently, I speak multiple different light languages, light languages, including Arcturian, Pleiadian, Syrian, Lyran, Avian, and Lyran Feline, Lemurian, Atlantean, Mintaka, Blue Avian, and the language of the Akashic Keepers. Yep. Dude, there's the the lady, the gal that uh, did my activation last night, and she's doing, I'm going to have her do more of them. Um. She's she's activated and speaks a hundred different light languages. Light language light languages are the languages of our ancestral alien races, is the best way to describe it. Okay. The Lyrians, Lyrians are considered to be one of the one of the seeding races for human entities in the galaxy. Like they went around and seeded. They went around seeding planets with human humanoid beings, basically with humans. It's, that's where the term star seeds come from, because we're like there's there's human beings and then there's star seeds. You know what I mean? There's it's literal, literal star seeds. Yes, um, I'm a I'm a star seed. I know I am. I'm Lumerian. I, I had my I've known I was Lumerian since a very young age, since a little since I was a little guy. And then as I grew older and I learned more about what Lumeria was and what what it where it is, and because Lumeria, the ancient civilization of Lumeria used to live on this planet and, and they left. And the Lumerians that are left on this planet live in at Telos, the city of Telos is the um, Lumerian capital. And it's said to be said to be inside of Mount Shasta in California. Okay. Okay. And Mount Shasta, if anybody, anybody's ever been to Mount Shasta, I personally have not been there. It's like my next bucket list. I like, I'm going to Mount Shasta because I need to go, I need to go home and see what it's like. Right. But people that have been there say that Mount Shasta, you can hear the mountain. There's a hum. There's like a, there's a, there's a, a, there's a harmonic vibration that comes from the mountain and they, the Numerians believe that, or say that that's their, that's Telos. That's the energy source where Telos gets its power in the city that's inside of Mount Shasta. And it said like that, if you, if you, if you look into it, there's something like 220, the, when Telos was originally built inside of Mount Shasta, it was built to house up to 220,000 Lumerians inside the mountain and and below you know and down into the earth's crust or whatever right. now estimate it estimates that there it holds over a million lumerians inside inside the city of telos is what the estimations are and all lumerians are eventually going to be called back to telos and we will i mean it will it's basically what's happening in in these quantum leaps and in these quantum jumps that are happening there's there's two quantum jumps a month for the next year 
for all year this year. There's two quantum jumps, and we'll get into that, and I'll explain what quantum jumps are here yeah. shortly. Now, um, what did you say? Lemarians, right? That's that's Lumerians. Lumerians. Lumerians yeah. or Lemarians? L-E-M or L-U-M? L-E-M. Okay. Lemarian. And those were alien beings? Yep. Right? Well, yep. I've, I've said, and I know you'll remember, I say it all the time. I've said that, that you are an alien from the start. Oh, dude, listen to this. Listen to this. In, in my, this is, dude, it's insane. Because I had, I, back to the Elohim. I had never heard of the word Elohim until my light activation last, the first part of it. Okay. And in there, she says that she believes that I'm not only Lumerian, but I am also Elohim descent. That's divine. And that's, I've never, dude, I'm buzzing instantly. As soon as the second, right now I'm buzzing. But I'd never heard of what, of the Elohim or the Elohim until that night. So, and then I, I didn't even look into it. Okay. I, I, it, I, I remembered that she said that, that I was, that there was something else in there. And she said, it's not common at all but she has heard of elohim lumerians before there it, it had there have been elohim lumerians so yeah. but today i looked in i looked up what elohim was just today right like right before the show right before i got on actually and apparently the in the old testament there is um in psalms 82 refer it says that elohim um will go before the assembly and cast judgment in front of the Elohims. Okay. Well, this, the guy, the article that I was reading that, that, that was explaining this, this, this gentleman was a five-year professor at a Bible, Bible college. He taught biblical studies at a Bible college. Mm -hmm. He went through the seminary school, he church his whole life. He's read the Bible seven or eight times cover to cover. And he never noticed that in this, psalm 82 elohim the first mention is a singular it's god because yeah. elohim is what is what they used what the old testament refers to god as either yahweh or elohim right so elohim in the first part of the, the of psalm 82 is singular but the second part in the assembly of the elohims it is plural which means that god was part of an assembly of gods or a group a council of other gods you know what i mean okay so that would mean gets back to what we were talking about the other night the demigods mm -hmm. okay when, when christianity started when 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 it when it all started it was a polytheistic religion there was multiple gods there wasn't just one god right and this this gentleman was saying that if you if you then take that awareness and read the old testament and any biblical scholar or reading or teaching talks about in the old testament and when it refers to elohims or gods they're, they're they they translate it to us as them being idols that they that the people were worshiping other idols false idols this right. idols they weren't they were other gods they were the elohim they were the rest of the gods that now what i believe are the archangels ezekiel malachi michael fucking all the archangels that we pray to that catholics pray to 
instead of praying to God, when, when like there's an archangel for travel, there's an archangel for strength, there's an archangel for a good day at work, there's an archangel for pregnancy, there's an archangel, there's an archangel for everything. Right. That's the Elohim. That's the other gods. At some point in time, Christianity or Catholicism turned from a polytheistic religion, which worshipped multiple gods, to a monotheistic religion, and replaced all of the gods with angels and then we just had one god which is what we believe today okay. but in old text and in and in another thing i just learned that in the jehovah's witness if in jehovah's witness and when they go to meeting and when when they're learning about the bible it's the same bible that we we, we they read the same bible that, that christians and catholics read but they have a pamphlet that goes along with it it's called the watchtower Mm -hmm. And the watchtower is basically like their study guide that is the way that here's the Bible, but the watchtower is how the Jehovah's Witness, that's how they believe it. That's how they translate this part. That's how, that's how it's taught. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, in the Jehovah's Witness, I just learned that the anointed ones will go into heaven. There's, and there's only 144,000 anointed kings of heaven that are going to be allowed into heaven. They are the, they are the, the anointed ones there and, and in, in jehovah's witness any in order to be anointed you have to actually have heard the word of god like spoken with god like no like um noah noah's ark that that story where god spoke to noah mm -hmm. noah what from that from that point on noah was an anointed one noah was one of the hundred and forty four thousand that's going to be in heaven Okay. Okay. And then, there, but then there's the kingdom of heaven that they believe in, which is the rest of us, the rest of the divine followers that believe in and follow the way that the Jehovah's Witness live will go to the kingdom of heaven when they die, which is basically heaven, but it's, it's the way they believe it. That was my next and, question because it's sounding like, oh, so only 140,000 of us are going to go to heaven? Well, see, and that's that's what I, I thought too. And then he he explained how like it's a further belief, you know what I mean? Like, which basically, you if if you if you put it to a layman Catholicism or or Christianity, you have we're all going to heaven, and then there's the angels. Okay, right, well the okay. anointed ones are the angels, and then the rest of us are in the kingdom of heaven. Right. Is how I'm is how I understand it. Okay, okay that's yeah. my 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 understanding of what I was explained. Okay, okay? but in the, in their in theirs in in the Jehovah's Witness as well they have the nephilims they believe in the nephilims and the nephilims were the offspring of angels and humans the angels came down and slept with him and bred with humans and gave birth to the nephilims mm -hmm. okay this is in the, the jehovah's witness religion this is what they believe okay i'm pretty well, sure it's in christianity too i it, it, i've never heard of the, the phrase nephilim in christianity no you probably haven't but the giants that the bible speaks of uh those were the Nephilim. Okay. See, and now that they came down sense. and they mated with man and created, uh, you know, another race. The, the, of... Nephil the Nephilim were created by the angels coming down and having relations with man. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's also who we refer to as the Anunnaki. Yep. The Anunnaki, the angels from heaven. Yep. They're also said to be the cause of the flood mm -hmm. but what I, what I thought was particularly interesting about that the whole the whole jehovah's because i never that's one religion that i have not really investigated that much because it's hard to get into temple if you don't 
no no Jehovah's Witness. You can't just go walk into a Jehovah Church and be like, "Hey, I'm here. Let me let me let me sit down." No, with but you they guys. got no problem coming to your door though. Yeah, <laughs> um, but you notice none of their churches have windows. Not no. one window in it. Not I've, one. I've, I don't think I've ever even noticed a Jehovah's Witness uh, a church or whatever you call it. Yeah, if you go like anything, uh, Kingdom Hall or Jehovah's Witness, um, they don't have they don't have windows in their churches. There's not a window one in a Jehovah's Church that I've ever seen. Because I don't know. Oh, I've never been inside one. I don't know. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are yeah. But no, I'm, it's just interesting to me to to understand to to hear that because uh, as I'm going on my spiritual walk in in my in my path as as a light worker and as an activated twin flame. And, and now with my Lumerian light activation going and the, the ability to access the Akashic record through hypnosis and past life regression, the things I've learned and, and now understanding somewhat of the Jehovah's witness, it's the same shit, just different words. Yeah. Like the twin flame, there's, there's a lot of, of awakened people who are woke and, believe in spirit, the spirituality of the twin flame journey and the, the effect and the re the mission that the twin flames have in this universe. Right. But there's a lot of them that believe that there's only 144,000 pairs of twin flames in existence, which if there are 144,000 anointed Kings, it's, and there, there's, a, there, there's a lot of weird co like coinciding things that, like the Akunani, you know what I mean? And the Nephilims and this 144,000 number going into, into us the, of the anointed ones going into the, the higher heaven. Well, the 144,000 pairs of twin flames are the ones who ultimately are going to facilitate the entire race of human civilization ascending to the next level. That's like the mission of the twin flame and of, that whole there's a lot of people that that's the way it's believed is that if that these twin flames have come into this universe at this time to facilitate the ascension of the human race which would which ultimately would be bringing them to the kingdom of heaven which is what right. these 144,000 anointed kings are supposed to do for the rest of humanity and so okay explain what is an activated twin flame then an activated twin flame okay everybody you're everybody has a twin flame okay when you when you when you refer to a twin flame it is the divine masculine and the divine feminine of your own soul okay okay everybody has everybody has male and female trait everybody has the masculine and the feminine inside of them they are every everybody does whether you're too masculine to admit you have feminine or too feminine to it's it is regardless you do Everybody has the masculine part of their soul and the feminine part of their soul. Okay. Right. That is your twin flame. That's, and usually nine, most of the time, most humans, it's inside of themselves. That's why anytime that you're, anytime anybody's looking for enlightenment or trying to find happiness or no matter what religion you're, what belief it is, every, everything says to look within yourself. Right. To find it because it is within you. Okay. Your twin, you, it, your enlightenment, divine enlightenment, ultimately is a harmonious balance between masculine and feminine within yourself. Uh -huh. That's all it is. If you can balance the 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 male and female of your soul, you will reach enlightenment. Because what's causing you to not be enlightened 
is the disharmonious vibration in yourself between masculine and feminine. Okay. So when you balance that, you you could you are what's called standing in your vortex. You are in perfect alignment and you are at that's where you are supposed to exist is at that perfect balance. Okay. okay. Well, the balance between masculine and feminine in humanity has become so distant that it's not even that it, it, there's no chance that without a divine inspiration that we could reach enlightenment as, right. as a civilization. Right. Okay. So what's happened is I don't necessarily believe I haven't decided if I believe on a set number of twin flames, like 144,000. Yeah. But what's happening is the twin flames are activating which means they're splitting the divine masculine and the divine feminine into two separate bodies and okay. incarnating and coming into life. That explains where I was going to go next with that. So as me being a divine, an activated twin flame, mm -hmm. my divine counterpart is in another human. Okay. It's literally the other half of my soul is living inside of somebody else. Now, is that always the case or... Will that could in, that be inside one person and that be you be your own twin flame or no, that's how it, it is. But that's exactly how it is. Now you you are your own twin flame. That divine masculine and the divine feminine live within you. Okay. That's that's what I mean. That's that's an unactivated but when 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 the universe needs or when there's a divine need for it, the twin flame will activate and come into two separate bodies to meet in this life for a purpose okay so to, from birth or is this something that can happen from birth from nope birth. it's from from birth we the, a, a, a twin flame splits before birth in a divine contract with itself to come into this life for a purpose to fulfill a karmic mission or fulfill some type of karmic debt to level that unharmonious vibration between masculine and feminine back out so we can reach divine enlightenment as a whole civilization as a whole humanity okay so still what i'm hearing is you could either be your own activated twin flame within yourself or you entered into that contract before you came here and your actual twin flames are in two different bodies am, am i not understanding well, that right well that's you're either twin you're you're either as as an activated twin flame, my other half of my soul exists in another body. Right. Typically, there is, I, well, I guess I shouldn't say as an activated twin flame. As a twin flame, my soul exists in someone else. Mm -hmm. Typically, that divine masculine and divine feminine is inside of you, okay. inside of one person. Okay, okay. yeah. As, as, so I guess not it. That's why I say not everybody has a twin flame that's alive on this planet yeah. because most of the time that soul is still one and it's inside of you. Okay. It is you. Okay. Okay. A twin flame is everybody has a twin flame because everybody has divine masculine, divine feminine inside of them. That is the, that's the twin flame. It's the divine part of your, it's, it's your soul is yeah. the flame. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but by activating into a contract, my soul and my twin flame soul has decided to take on the burden of a karmic debt that 
some karmic debt that needed to be paid. Mm -hmm. Now, looking back on it, I believe that it's it, it's a karmic debt of not necessarily infidelity, but of mistrust. There's a lot, there was a lot of, in humanity, there is a lot of lying, a lot of misleading, and a lot of mistrust placed in monogamy. There, the word monogamous basically don't exist anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's all these polys and, and polymod, whatever, all these other religion or, or sexual orientations where the the idea of a solitary, a single union between two people that don't have anything to do with any other people, just two people in a relationship, mm -hmm. basically doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And that is what is causing the hugest karmic rift in humanity is the immoral outlook and the immoral respect that is being placed towards the act of sex and and what is love and what is a relationship what it means right sex is like 10 percent physical like if people would like to have physical sex is great it's awesome it's enjoyable it's wonderful it's boom, okay yep. but that's only like 10 percent of what it actually means to have sex with somebody to enjoy somebody's energy and their their essence their their to actually experience another human's energy on a on a on a level that is euphoric and on a whole like yeah it's insane and we've robbed ourselves of it by blinding ourselves with the fucking 3d sins and limitations of the flesh that everybody everybody just wants to like blow it's like just just bust a nut and move on how many girls can i get in a night or how many guys can i lay this week or what it's like that is not what it's about and that's that's what and that's I've, one of the huge karmic rifts I've, never, that I've naturally never been like that granted yeah i wish i could have had you know my numbers were a little bit higher, but I've always been a relationship guy. I've always been like that. You know what I mean? And yeah, you know, it's same. like, yo, how many girls have you slept um, with? Five? I think I might have you beat by two. I've gotten five my whole life. <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm proud of that. Yeah. Yeah. And you should be too, dude, because not very many guys that are forty can say <laughs> that they're they're that their number's a single digit. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And <clears throat> it's not for, <laughs> not for, well, I don't want to say not for lack of trying. I mean, maybe I just wasn't born with that natural uh, ability to pick up on, on someone's sexual attraction to me because I'm always oblivious to that shit. Dude, uh, so am I. I've always said I don't get hit on ever. I never get hit on. I don't, I, like, not that I'm aware of. My words exactly. Yeah. I've said that to so many uh girls including my my current one and she's like what are you talking about i'm like let's go out i'll prove it and i don't i, I can't even count how many times she's like she was hitting on you she totally wanted you i'm like what the fuck are you talking about dude that's it's like how did you not notice i'm like uh not a clue <laughs> i've never had somebody like go out with me and point out when they're actually doing it but that's i'm oblivious to it i yeah. don't i don't I don't pick up on it. I don't, yeah. that's not, it's, it's crazy, but. And even when I, when I talk to girls, like uh, whether it's online or whether it's in person, you know, 
my girl will get mildly, mildly jealous and, and, you know, she'll have to give me a little shit about it. And I'm like, it, it, it pisses me off because it's like, no, you really don't understand. Like that is not my aim. Like I'm just literally trying to make friends because, uh-huh. and I mean, you know, uh, somebody is being nice to me and I feel like there's good in this person. So I'm going to put some effort into trying to get to know them. And in the back of my head, I know that most people are shit and it's probably not going to go the way that I want it to. But I, I have this thing where I like to think that everyone's good and I will give everyone a chance. I mean, unless you unless you put your dirt bag right out in my face, you know, from the moment I meet you, you know, I, I've never been a really good judge of character as far as that goes. My girl can spot a scumbag within a heartbeat. And, you know, I'll be like trying to make friends with him and she'll be like, get away from him. He's a piece of shit. I'm like, what do you mean? He's got problems, but everybody's got problems. He's probably a good guy underneath. Just, you know, he's going through something, blah, 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 all that stuff. And then inevitably, whatever will happen and I'll find out, son of a bitch, he was using me. You know, he was just a scumbag. He was playing me because he knows I'm a sucker and I'm just a nice guy. And I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm easily fooled that way. But it's because that I, I know, I guess I know the good inside of me, yep. regardless of the fucked up things I've done in life. But most of that is kind of self-punishment, really. Um, yeah. You know, all the, all, all the bad shit. It wasn't, none of the things I've done have been vindictive against other people. Maybe one or two here or there, you know. Uh, but yeah. uh, the things I've done has been uh, kind of a, a, a self-punishment for whether it's guilt or you know not for putting so much of myself into somebody thinking that they're such a good person and yet again yet i get stabbed in the back again and it's like what is wrong with me why can i not tell that these people are just pieces of shit and i could i can say nothing but good things about them to other people i will put them up on a pedestal to other people like come on man he's a good dude he's a good dude that's my line he's a good dude man. just you know give him a chance and yeah their their shit bag comes out one way or another you know right that's how i am too dude like i i believe everybody has the same look outlook and morals belief in life that i do when i meet them like yeah i've this is how i look at life and this is how i view it so why doesn't every everybody else does too is how i is my default response you know what i mean because you know what it's because number one we're so intelligent and that we really can't understand that you're that stupid you know in in a lot of ways (laughs) it's real um and And for you, people like you, it's like, oh, well, you, you know, I'm, I'm, I understand all of this. I'm an idiot. So, like, you have to understand this, right? You know, right? <laughs> it's never that I case. I education and I get it. How come these fuckers don't? Right. Yeah. And that's also the reason that, that people like us are, are, suffer from severe depression and anxiety. Intelligent people are the most depressed people because we get it. We understand so much and we're so unbelievably infuriated that that the rest of population do, doesn't see it. 
And not only do they not see it, they're so blinded by everything that they're told over and over again by who they deem as people that know better and they change their lives that way. Yeah. You know, that shit drives me nuts. But it's actually... Nature's gems. Okay. (laughs) We'll see what it says. Okay. Uh, As to why... What the hell were we just talking about? Uh, Stupid people... How they don't understand and how we expect them to and you know just yeah just the the reason that we don't people like us don't have a giant group of friends i mean yeah in high school i had see though but there's a difference people need to also differentiate the term friend with acquaintance. why do you expect everybody else to be the way we are when we meet them like why why do we get keep getting sucked taking like suckers that's what we were talking about yeah yeah yeah. Like, why? Yeah. I mean, I've always chalked it up to I'm just a nice guy. And that's what that's what you were talking about. That's why I pulled these card, this card was to answer okay. that question. Yeah. You, you know, do it. <laughs> the, our, the mysterious ghost behind the camera is distracting him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm broadcasting from an un, un, undisclosed location this evening. Well, you've you've uh, you've done a good job of not being able to identify any markings or anything that could possibly lead to your. <laughs> you love my brick walls. Yep, got a brick wall, and it looks like maybe a baby changing table above your head there. <laughs> no, actually, it's a pipe coming out of the wall. That's a pipe. That's a like a round pipe or a a, a beveled pipe. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. You know what? Now that I look at it more, because it's cut off at the end of the screen. Now I can see how it's it's a pipe. <laughs> That's not gonna give it away. <laughs> the ghost behind the camera. Hey, I'll tell you what, the ghost is pretty hot. <laughs> I'll bet. Let's see twelve here. Uh, nature's gems. May the essence of all beings show you the way to float on the breeze, grow and flow in oneness, find inspiration in nature's cycles and the intricacies of design. Even the seemingly simple leaf floating by has a story to tell and is divinely orchestrated in its form and placement. So drift on the wind and sow seeds of compassion and wisdom. You know what that just told me? No. No. I, I was, quit worrying about it because it's going to happen forever. Be compassionate and show wisdom when dealing with people like that and go with the flow. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, and don't stop being that way because somebody else, because of other people and shit. You know well, what you I know mean? what? I, I couldn't stop being that way even if I tried because, believe me, I've tried because I'm sick of being, you know, right? looking like a chump all, all these times. But regard, it doesn't matter. It, it's just in my yeah. nature. Regardless, when I meet someone... That's just that's just how I am. If you treat me nice, if you treat me good, whether you're being fake or not, I don't think you're being fake unless it's you know blatantly obvious. But yeah. like I said, I think there's good in every everybody, and I I'm always 
first to give them that chance to to show that you're that good person until you show me you're a piece of shit and then it's over. Right. You know. Yeah. Um. So. All right. <laughs> so I was saying I wanted to kind of break up some of the, the seriousness. Did you watch yeah. the Oscars? Dude, what? Fucker walks up and bitch slaps him right on stage. All right, all right, all right. So, on stage, I didn't watch it, but I heard about it. Oh, good. You're gonna watch it right now. <laughs> this shit was amazing, dude. <laughs> Keep your my wife's name out your mouth, bitch. Oh, it's fucking great. All right, you see that, right? Yeah, I see it. Smith is cracking up right there. Okay. Yeah. He made that joke. Will is laughing along, having a great time with that joke. Jada rolls her eyes and gives him this stink look. And Will didn't see it yet. So she gives him this stink look. Here it comes. Well, you probably saw it already, but. Smack the shit out of me. <laughs> smack the shit out of me. He fucking gets up, walks up on stage, and just fucking swacks him. He fucking walks wow, on stage. Wow, dude. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. That's insane. Okay. Yeah. Now, he goes, he goes, I'm going to. <laughs> Okay, and the next thing he says, a lot of people didn't catch this. The next thing he says was, man, I could. All right, but I'm not. Okay, because Chris could have fucking destroyed them right there. He is. I mean, he hasn't done like a lot of stand up specials in a while, but this man is a fucking legend. And he went so easy on, on Jada Pinkett Smith right there with that joke. And he even said he's like, that was weak. Like, that was a nice one. He could have ripped them apart. And after that, he was ready to because he could have talked about how Will's a cuck and just let his wife lets his wife fuck all kinds of other dudes and all that kind of shit and all the memes that he's been made fun of crying and all that shit. And honestly, I think Will like <laughs> I think he just had enough at that point and he's like, I got to do something. <laughs> If Jada rolled his eyes at him, he got up there to save his, his night fucking show. <laughs> okay. So that that was the clip, man. <laughs> that just uh, that that blew me away, dude. Like <laughs> it was it was so fucking fun to watch, and I mean, you hear you hear that. As he fucking hits his face because they're trying to debate <laughs> they're trying to debate whether it was staged or not and number one the sound of that smack said it wasn't staged dude um, i want to know why 
Will Smith hit him with an open hand like a bitch, dude. Why didn't he sock at that fucker? You're going to walk up on stage in the Oscars and do something, dude? Like, It was a bitch slap. He bitch right? slapped him. He bitch slapped him, you know? <laughs> and which is kind of more of an insult of just fucking closed fist at him. I guess, but it'd been or, a lot of seen him him out. Or or he was showing <laughs> even even in his fit of rage, maybe he was showing a little bit of restraint. He was like, I'ma just slap this motherfucker. I'm not gonna punch him and cause some fucking damage. Right. And the best part <laughs> is, yo. Chris did not change his the way he was standing. He kept his arms behind his back. He smiled at him. He came up. He got that smack in the face. And all he did was turn his head and come back and go, Will Smith just smashed smashed the shit out of me. (laughs) Great Oscars night ever. And it it really was. And just because (laughs) of that. Um, right. But, I mean, how many people can say that they got bitch slapped by Will Smith on stage at the Oscars? <laughs> right. Or ever. Well, no, he's kind of been known to, he's he's been known to do that a few times. But uh, you know, I think there's there's a lot of I think Will is starting to lose it. Uh, I think he's got a lot of mental issues going on. First of all, he's a Scientologist, so I mean, how stable can he really be? Is he really? Oh yeah. Yeah. He just lost all credibility. Yeah. Will, yeah. Will Smith. Boycott. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, then he yeah. won the award for best actor in King Richard, which is a whole, you know, movie about the the Williams sisters, Serena and Venus, and how their dad, you know, just wanted to protect their family and how great a man he was. And and guess guess what? Will did a lot in that movie. Um, he cried acting. <laughs> He cried acting, okay? And I've watched enough of Will Smith, and when he went up and accepted that award, he put on such an act with them tears and made it such a serious moment. I wasn't believing a second of those tears, first of all. (laughs) Second of all, uh, he went up and he apologized to everybody, the Academy, this, that, the other one. He didn't apologize to Chris, which I guess, you know... It was 45 minutes later, so he had time to fucking cool down from that. And he could have yeah. he could have been like, all right, man, I went too far. I'm sorry I did that. But who knows? Maybe Jada was still pissed off. And she's like, you better not. You better not apologize. <laughs> you know, but right? the, the, the thing that I found the strangest was that he thanked everybody in the Williams family, everybody that had to do with making that movie and praised uh, uh, Richard Williams, King Richard Williams. I don't, I don't know what the hell his real name was, whatever. Serena and Venus's dad because of how much of a protector he was. All he wanted to do was protect his wife and his kids and protect them. And I idolize them and I respect them so much. Didn't mention Jada. Didn't mention his kids, didn't thank his wife, didn't thank his kids, nothing. All he did was talk about this other family. So if you were so concerned with defending your wife, don't you want to kind of maybe put her in your acceptance speech? You know? Right. (laughs) It just, it didn't didn't make sense. I think it was, I I, I don't know, man. He said he's a work in progress which everybody is that's that's such a, a general statement that i'm sure his pr guy came up with right uh, everybody is until you find an enlightenment which yeah 
Then you're still a work in progress, man. Always what? a work in progress. That work is never done. Oh yeah, and enlightenment just means we get to move to the next frequency level. Yeah, you know, it's it's a level up in the, into the five D frequencies, which I want to go beyond that. Like five D oh, yeah. is not where my mindset is set. Yeah, and well, that's uh, the next stage, but that's not where I'm going to stop in for sure. The uh, oh, God, and, you know, jumps are going to be legit. The worst part was, you know, no security came out, nothing. Nobody came out to try to stop him from doing it. Also, it tells me it was staged, dude. If if that wasn't staged, there'd have been security coming out on the on the fucking stage. No, I think yeah. the opposite. If it was staged, if it was staged, then they would have brought security out. They would have made a big deal out of it. It would have been ma- way more of a spectacle. The actual event of it happening, I think, would have been way more of a spectacle than what it actually was. Um, I mean, Will Smith. He's... It could have been, but typically, anytime something that's like the Oscars or the Emmy, anytime something's off script, yeah, it's reacted to right away. Like the second Will Smith would have started walking up on that stage, something would have been like, you know what I mean? It, that would have been off script. Right. He's also the biggest star in Hollywood, and they put him up Who front. Told you that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He 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 put, he DM'd me last night. He was like, "Just like Jelly Roll." <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you, bro. He was like, "Man, I got in one little fight, and my mom got scared." Like, Man, <laughs> you move with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. <laughs> did he whistle for a cab? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think I think it was like he was like. All right, that's funny. That's funny. Until he looked over at Jada and said, oh, fuck. I'm going to have to deal with this when I go home. Yeah. All right. Yo, keep my, my keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> because then after after the award show, he was he was at the after parties. And I mean, you would never have even thought anything happened. He was partying it up singing getting jiggy with it and all that shit like you would have never known anything ever fucking happened so if it affected yeah. you that much that you had to have an outburst and storm the stage and punch a comedian a stand-up comic not to mention the best stand-up comic and a stand-up comic that could have really ripped you apart during and after that event it's it's so fucking stupid. They paid him to come there and make those jokes. And it being a woke Oscars as it is, uh you know, a woke he, Oscars? Yeah, of course. You know, it's it's all woke Oscars. And and I'm going to sound misogynistic. Oh, it, well, that everything's woke. Yeah. What you are and what I'm trying to get is a different kind of woke, okay? We're trying yeah. to awaken this yeah. woke shit is you know accepting everything and uh uh you know uh the 72 different uh sexual or uh, sexual genders and i mean it, it runs the gamut of all the crazy shit that we're hearing now but uh right. i mean you know they had to they had to address wanda sykes and and amy schumer who amy schumer used to be a great stand-up comic she was hilarious and then all of a sudden the woke community kind of got a hold of her and said, you know, you need to tone this shit back or we're going to cancel you. 
That's another thing I fucking hate this cancel culture bullshit. You say the wrong thing. Using woke as a trendy fucking way to control people. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. They've taken the the word. Yeah, fake woke, woke. What woke is supposed to be, and they've completely changed it into virtue signaling and, you know, uh, your woke means you're you're so much better. You're so much b- the better the upper echelon of society because you have more tolerance. We, have, we need to have more tolerance. It's, it's yeah, no, that right there it says that you're not woke because when you're woke, you're not better than anybody. Or I'm not above anybody. I'm not yeah. below anybody. Everybody yeah. is like everybody. It's yeah. it's one level. There's it's it's not one level i shouldn't say that because then that like counteracts the level up and all that shit but it's one we're one we're not we're equal everybody's equal yeah but they don't want that they don't want that and not the one percenters let let me let me be clear here because there's there's a thin line between being racial and racist and the shit that i will say on this show and Mm -hmm. i will say it often uh I'm racial. One of the greatest stand-up comics, Patrice O'Neill, he was the best about explaining this, and I wish I could explain it the caliber he could. But, you know, racist is, yo, I don't like the color of your skin. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to drag you behind a truck. And you don't deserve any rights, blah, blah, blah. Racial is just, and especially in the way the way people like me do it, it's, it's in sort of a, a comic way, but also in just a uh, cultural commentative kind of way is that it's not just cultural. I mean, it's not just racist that I'm talking about either or racial that I'm talking about either. It's, it's all this, this trans, the LGBTQ. And now they added two more letters. I a, I don't know what I a is, whatever. I don't care. Artificial um, intelligence. <laughs> yeah. Intelligence artificial because you know the, yeah. their, their shit's all backwards anyway. That's when you got a robotic penis. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and believe me, I got nothing against gays, and I don't know why we have to differentiate between gay, lesbian, and well, bi. I guess I can understand, but I mean, gay is just means you like a member of the same sex. So um, gay is then masculine and lesbian has to be feminine. So you're separating the two right there. And yeah, which uh, is what they don't want to do. And I'm, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying that I have anything against trans people because I don't. If that's what hey, if that's what makes you happy, then do it. But transmissites got sticks, dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. The fact of the matter is, first of all, it, with the with the race thing, they put they have pushed so hard to be in the limelight, and you have to accept us. You have, well, guess what? We accepted y'all a long time ago. Like, right? You, the only the only I can't say the word. I can't say the word. But let's just say the Don't bad think. ones of each race that yeah. we call those names are the ones that are getting on TV and social media and the news. And the reason that they're getting on 
It's because they're acting like those people. There is a definite difference between a black person and a nigger. There is a definite difference between a person and a wetback. There's a definite difference between a white person and a cracker. Yeah. They're just, I mean, a white person, some some of the biggest niggers I've ever met in my life are white people. Yeah. The definition of a nigger is an uneducated, ignorant individual. It has nothing to do with the color of someone's skin. And the fact that you're going to get mad over me saying it, about your skin and think over it being about skin yeah makes you a nigger because you don't know the definition right that's i mean it's i'm not racist by any means i don't hate anybody because of the color of their skin where they come from their sexual orientation their ethnic background nothing i hate you because of how you act that's why yeah because you you know we we would be happy to let not let but we would be happy with Blacks, browns, yellows, reds, I don't care what the color is. Having your life, living your life the way you want it, and nobody would have a problem with it if if you didn't just shove it in our face and say, you need to accept me, you need to accept me. We're good the way we are. Oh, really? Because um, y'all are killing yourselves, killing each other, not only killing each other, but then you're being racist yourself by targeting Asian people and and beating and killing Asians for I don't even know what reason. Uh, and, and then turning around and telling society, oh, no, I'm black. I can't be racist. What the fuck right? does that mean? <laughs> this is real shit. Like, yeah, nah. you're like you're racist. Nigga, I'm black. I can't be racist. What the fuck are you talking about? That's the most uneducated niggerish shit I've heard. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. it's true. And I mean, I tell black jokes all the time I, I, because I think they're funny. Yeah. Not because I'm racist, because they're funny. Mm-hmm. Like, and but I'll tell a white joke just the same. You yeah. know what I mean? It's well, it's it's it. I will I will give you this. It's it's hard to understand uh, what it's got to feel like as a black person to have a white guy come and say that shit to you. But if you know that person and if you're not one of the people that we're making the joke about or that we're talking about, then it shouldn't offend you because we're not talking about you because you're not that. And if you're actually as intelligent, because I I know, I, I know more intelligent black people than I do. We're going to say it again, niggers. Um, and the, the more black people that I actually get to do talk to in real life, uh, none of them think the way that we're seeing them talk in the media, uh, on TMZ, on social media, drive a wedge between everybody and they'll do it however they can. And they're going to show what they show in order to facilitate that and create more negativity and more response in that direction from people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think they've pushed so hard for reparations, man. I'm, I don't know what else y'all want. You got your yeah. reparations. I mean, you're, you're not only equal to us, white man, whatever. You're not only equal, you've pushed so hard that it's now gone over the hill and it's, you know what I mean? Like now it's like, all right, you know, Chris Rock. Chris Rock had the perfect line: "Give a nigga inch, you take a mile." 
and yeah. and that that's what's happening. Um, and I don't even think it's black people's fault. It, again, it's it's the media's fault because they've pushed it so hard. You got a president. Uh, well, I mean, you, you have a whole political party that was saying that Trump was racist and he was the least racist president ever. He did the most for the black community than than you know since since Lincoln uh, and Biden, who claims to be so transparent and all he cared about was the black community, ain't done fucking shit for him. Ain't done nothing. From what I can tell, he ain't done much for anybody. No, no. Well, he has. He has for big oil. He's made them a whole lot of money. Big oil. Yeah. I don't know what your guess is there. I was driving today. City limits, 435. That's fucking insane here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And chemtrails are starting again. I didn't even know they stopped. I was I've been seeing them straight on, man. I got pictures I got pictures of ones flying around here in Niagara County. Oh yeah, but they they were less frequent when Trump was in office. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we did well. Now what what do you believe they are? Cuz I think it's it's like cloud seeding. It's 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 a it's a it's more than just cloud seeding. In the late 1980s, the US Navy posted in in their in their publication that goes out to all members of the navy like the, new, the navy newspaper basically yeah front page they announced the harp project and ah. they said we will we will own the weather by 2025 mm-hmm. so yes it's that that's what it started as was cloud seeding and and cloud modification weather modification do you know the implications that that would that that would mean in war in yeah. warfare yeah. if you could if you could instantly drop 10 feet of snow on iraq they would be they there's nothing they could do 10 feet of snow they can cause an earthquake yeah because well that's swallow... different earthquake earthquake would be site that's not weather that's that was well, not like no but they attention and shit but those same people have that technology and they can oh yeah it. same it's, it's probably going down the same road yeah fuck yeah yeah but and and you can people that people watching viewers when i was a kid and a plane took off and went up into the sky there were these little streaks of fucking white and went behind them. They were called calm trails. Yeah. And they were just vapor, water vapor that came off the wings as it condensed onto the wings and froze at the high altitude. It would then come off and leave, look like little fucking white lines going behind the plane. But they disappeared a few feet behind the plane. As I've gotten older, and if you go outside now and look in the day to, in the, on, a, on a beautiful blue sunny day. Yeah. Two planes will take off and they will cross and make an X. And those little white lines don't disappear. They stay and they will expand. And by the afternoon, you will have a fucking rainstorm. Yeah. Yeah. Why do they cross? What is that about? Because that, that's, that's how it, it spreads. They make it. It's to fill a square. You make an X. Okay. All right. All right. You know what I mean? The, the, way, that, the way the human mind and the way that most of the elites minds operate is on a grid format everything right. everything in life is a grid you yeah. know what i mean so even the sky when they want to make clouds they broke the sky down into grids so you make an x in grid one an x in grid two an x in grid three and it, it fills this you know see what i'm saying yeah no that makes That's perfect sense but they don't go away and i remember when i first started listening to art bell to dreamland with art bell way back i'm talking like dreamland was the first I'm talking like 1997, 96. Maybe earlier. Maybe even earlier, yeah. Because I was listening to Art 
on coast to coast before I moved to Arizona, and that was like '96. Yeah. So it w- it would have been right around that time that I started listening to, to Dreamland because I was listening when we met. We, you were the first person I met that had that knew what Dreamland was and was also oh. listening to Arbel. Oh, okay. Um, but they he used to talk, have uh, people come on the sh- on his show and he would talk about the spider webs that would fall. Do you remember that? Yeah. The, the, those were from chemtrail that those were the first, those were like the beginning, like the, the test chemicals and the testing when they were okay. first developing, when it was in its infancy. Yeah. They yeah. would drop, they would, and then the, there would be reports of like uh, spider webs falling from the sky and like draping over power lines and trees and cars and fucking just, and people even even recall getting like it touching them, and then they would get what was called Morgellons disease, which is that's where I was going next. If if you go into a doctor's office today, any doctor's office, and say the word Morgellons, you will be listed as a conspiracy freak, and you will be blackballed. So don't ever do it. Go ahead, fuck that. Label me, motherfucker. But it is legit shit. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it's absolutely legit. It's been proven that 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 it is real. It's yep. you know documentaries that you see on TV. Uh, most of them will will act like it's a crackpot thing, but there's yep. there's scientific proof. They've done research on it, and this is real. Now it is real. You say that it that it came from chemtrails. Chemtrails. Uh, art art had a lot uh, a lot of talks about it, and think that it had something to do with alien. Maybe. I- Productions, something that they might have injected into your body and it caused um, that? That's, I, that's, I mean, anything's possible. I would lean more towards the more gal- towards the chemtrails, though, because people that claim to have been con- touched or been in contact with these spider webs and shit that was from the original chemtrails are the original ones that were diagnosed with Morgellons. Well, that, that makes sense, you know, because they're testing chemicals that have never been used before and, you know, shouldn't be used really. So yeah. why wouldn't why wouldn't that come out as some kind of reaction that we've never seen and don't understand? Yeah, well, and the bugs that come with more, like, yeah. there's there's a lot of, of incidences of more gallons where there were bugs involved, like in the people's skin or crawling around, or you know what I mean, where... Yep. <laughs> Which is why they can say that it's 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 just a druggie. The, the yeah. Lab, if you yeah. Say more demons, it's crackpot druggie. Oh, you're just on meth or you're on crack or you need to stay yep. off of drugs or whatever. Yeah. Yep. When you have, I don't know that, how many times I've heard that one. Like, no, motherfucker, it's done, not drugs. No, because people that have never done drugs, not even smoked weed, have have claimed to have more gallons and been diagnosed with more gallons. So, yeah. Well, th- then they're just mentally ill. Yeah. But it's nanobot, nanobot technology. It's they're, in my opinion, they're trying to. They were trying to figure out a way to disperse nanobots to the mass public, and it didn't really work. So guess what they came up with? COVID nineteen. Oh, a vaccine. Yep, a vaccine. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear about what's going on in California? Uh, it depends on what's going. What you're talking about? There's all sorts of shit going on in California. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I mean the latest. So they're actually seriously talking about bringing back the a vaccine mandate where you were going to have to show your vaccination card 
for everything everything like like you want to go into a grocery store and buy groceries you're not coming in unless you have a vaccine uh card they're starting this now then i'll start hunting animals and fishing and growing my own crops i'll quit shopping oh yeah absolutely absolutely no doubt about it uh, i'll learn to eat fish i hate fish but i'll fucking eat that shit before i do put up with that bullshit fuck yeah yeah absolutely uh you know it's funny covid was was the biggest threat to our to humanity it was you know obviously you know they shut the whole world down uh which i think obviously was a part of a global conspiracy um but it's funny it's that always something though before covid it was Zika virus before that it was west nile virus before that it was aids before that it was i mean it's it's always but this didn't really affect us either so have they been I mean, I guess the the way that the government and the way the world was affected, yeah. If you're if if you're talking about that way, but was it? Did it affect people that much? I mean, well, I mean, it, dude, they shut the whole world down, so it it, it did affect us. But physically, like, yeah. did we get sick? Right. I don't. It 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 put fear in us. Is all. Yeah, I mean, I I know I know plenty of people who got COVID and said it kicked their ass uh worse than any other food before which i believe that okay yeah it's i mean that's what happens flus get worse over time you know i mean as they mutate they get worse yeah and and then as as we vaccinate they mutate yeah and also as they mutate they get weaker too which is why every variant they've come out with is weaker and weaker and weaker and it, be, yeah. it eventually turns into the common cold. But what what my point was, uh, you know, it was the biggest thing that we had to worry about. We had to shut the whole world down. Don't go outside. Stay inside. Don't go to work. We're going to give you money because we're the government. We're here to help you and we care about you. So we're going to give right. you all this money. Don't worry. You're never going to have to pay it back. Never have Gas to pay it back. Kiss my ass. Never going to have to pay it back. That was the first thing I said. Oh, they're gonna give us they're gonna give us fifteen hundred dollar checks. Oh, awesome! Yeah, I'll take that. And then you know some shit happened with my financial shit. I can't remember what it was. I probably owed some money, whatever it was, and and I didn't get. I can't remember how many stimulus checks they sent out, but I only got like one of them. And I'm like, good. I don't give a fuck because that's less that I have to pay back when they come back and say, look, uh, we need this money back yeah in whatever way they're going to do it but the problem with that is they're not going to look at it as in an individual basis and be like oh well you only got the 1500 dollars one so you only owe this much but like you said they're going to get it back and and the gas price is rising which rises everything else everywhere and they'll recoup their money one way or another because it's their government their business they have to they will do it oh yeah um, well, they, money just doesn't come out of thin air. They had to get the money from somewhere. They had to back it somehow. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, which being being the the potentially end of civilization because of a flu, and and they had us all terrified and shaking in our boots. Well, the second, and I mean the day that we heard that Putin was gonna invade Ukraine. That day, news sources all came out and said, hey, by the way, uh, COVID cases are down the most they've ever been. 
we're going to start lifting mandates. Life can go back to normal. Really. Just as <laughs> that started happening. You know, again, like like you you had said it uh, a few episodes ago. Just watch this hand so you don't see what we're doing over here. Yeah. Now it's exactly same, it at the same time now. I'm starting to wonder if the and I'm not saying that anything that's going on in Russia and Ukraine is fake. Um, I think we're being lied to about specifics and about what what the real uh, political thing is about it and what the real uh, motivations behind it all is. And honestly, they've got us so fucking confused at this point, just like not knowing whether or not the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing was fake or not. They've got us so fucking confused, which is what they want, that we don't know what's right and what's not. We don't know who to believe and who not to believe. So, and, and I have I have unending respect for for Vladimir Zelensky. That dude is amazing. He's the president of the country, and he has taken up arms next to his citizens and fighting. So I I got nothing to say bad about that. But we're being told, you know, Ukraine is the ultimate good guys, and Russia are the ultimate bad guys. Are they? I don't know. Who knows I'm not anymore? There. Who knows anymore? You know? Yeah, I the mean, only, unless you can see it with your eyes and you're there, you don't yeah. know what's actually going on. No, you know we don't. What somebody showed you or what a media outlet decided that they wanted to air. You know yeah. what I mean? It's perfect example was uh, when all the riots were going on and these uh, vaccine mandates were first starting to be pushed on the rest of the world. What we weren't shown here in America was countries all over the world, their people revolting against their governments. And I mean, I mean, fighting back against their governments on a level that we've not even come close to in this country, uh, you know, and but we weren't shown any of that. We yeah. were we were just shown what was going on here. The only way I saw it, and I, I hate to say it, but TikTok. TikTok was where I went and I saw videos where they were able to post what was really going on. And it's like, you know, like when Australia went completely batshit and they started really coming down with some crazy shit. Well, Australians were all fighting back. And I mean, they were running through cities and in, 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 in Europe, it was all happening. People were fighting back. They were overthrowing their governments because they weren't going to put up with the shit. But they've done such a good job of turning us into little sheeps. And we just go, oh, okay, okay. We need to wear a mask. Okay, okay. Fauci comes out. Uh, Fauci comes out before Biden's election and said, no, there's no reason for masks. We don't need to wear masks. They're not necessary. Okay. And then Biden got erected. Uh, got erected. Ew. <laughs> I don't think he can anyway, unless he smells like a little boy or girl's hair. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Biden gets elected, and then Fauci completely changes his whole story and says everybody needs to wear masks, two masks, three masks, and we all went, okay, okay, yep, you're right. We just want to be told what to do. That's it. People have to be told what to do. They need something to, they need 
They need something to follow. Yeah. They need the sheeple. They need they, the sheeple need to be led. You know what I mean? That's one of the biggest fucking things in the Bible is Jesus is our shepherd. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. And I'm going to say it again. I believe Jesus was a fucking Reiki master. He was connected to source. He laid his hands on people to heal them. He could talk to his spirit guides and he ascended into enlightenment in a ball of fucking light. That is Reiki. That is to fuck. That's the path I'm hoping to take. And I think about that every single day, every single day. I think about that, about Jesus being a Reiki master. And I actually, I was watching uh, history's greatest mysteries last night and it was all about the Holy grail. Uh, and it went back to, uh, the well what the grail actually was and of course there's so many different theories on what the holy grail was whether it was an object or whether it was a bloodline uh or whether it was mary magdalene's cup that because she showed up the day that jesus was buried and she anointed him out of this cup and that's when he rose from the dead and they think that that cup is imbued with some kind of divine energy energy once again uh and and that what's what's crazy dude is is downloading fucking the holy grail was the the chalice that cut that that the the 12 disciples drank jesus's blood out of Uh that's what the holy that's what the bible says the holy grail is okay that's what that's what we think but listen now in Reiki, we are taught that we can channel to objects to, like, I channel to my shower head to infuse the water that's coming out of it with Reiki energy as I'm taking a shower. Sure. So uh, Jesus, in my opinion, most likely anointed or channeled to the cup, connected the cup to infuse the water with Reiki energy. And that, yeah. 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 Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, I'll I'll get more of it. Oh, my phone just died. No. Nah, dog. Nah, dog. <laughs> oh, let's see what happens. I'll sit here for a couple minutes. Um, let's see if he comes back on. Oh, that was getting good too. That was me. That was me. Chill out. <laughs> um, yeah, man. There's just there's just so much insane shit going on, and the the fact that people are just blindly following is so disgusting. All we used to preach was free thinking. Think for yourself. Have a mind of your own. Um, and now it's like <laughs> nobody wants to have a mind of their own. They just want to be told what to think. And I think we need to reevaluate the meaning of <laughs> think for yourself and push that harder. Uh, otherwise, we are just going to fall deeper and deeper into this disgusting pit of despair of lies and and we're going to be tricked into supporting world war three nuclear war and just mutually assured destruction and uh 
maybe we deserve it. I don't know. I mean, I, I hate to say it that way, but sometimes when I look at the disgustingness of of who we have become, you know, I, I look around and I'm like, you know what? We deserve to be wiped out because we just, we don't get it. We, 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 we've had our, our chance and we're clearly showing that we don't stand a chance and we don't have a fucking clue. Uh, but hopefully with people like Benny and, and light workers and, uh, activated twin flames, as he said, uh, that there are spiritual warriors out there that are here to try to change all that and raise our vibrations to what we're supposed to be and be worthy of, of, of growing our, our souls and be worthy to pass into the next great level of what we can be, what we should be. Um, so with that, I'm going to pause the show. And I'm going to find out uh, if Ben's going to come back or not. Um, if he doesn't, then uh, I'll, I don't know, maybe I'll go on a, a short little rant after that and uh, we'll end the show for tonight. But uh, I kind of think he'll be back on in a few minutes. We'll see what happens. So uh, we're going to pause. We're going to pause. We're going to pause in a second here. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to get back to why, because I'm upset. I'm obsessed with the Texas rattlesnake. It's not coming up. That's all right. <laughs> so we're pausing. And hopefully we'll be back. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. Boy, that gave me douche chills just now. You know that? Oh, pal, yeah. <laughs> that was me. And now my cat. Will you get away? Hey. 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 Judy. Can you not? Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> they made me forget what I was going to say. Can you not mess with our results here? The second I say, I start recording again. Now she's got to do this. Baz. No, don't sit on the bowl, please. <laughs> I'm trying to do a show here. You're lucky you're so cute. Anyway, so uh, Benny's phone died once again. And if you've actually been following the show, uh, you'll know that this is not the first time that's happened. A uh, few times it's been at the end of the show, which is reasonable uh, since I think most of the time he's doing these zooms directly from his phone and you know we'll do three hour shows well at this point i believe we're only at about an hour and a half in 
I think that sounds about right. Let me see. I looked it up a second ago. So I sent that message to Benny. Uh, yo, where are you at? At 10 to 10, and it's 11.44 right now. So it's almost two hours. Let's say like an hour and 40. Hour and 40 minutes. And uh, this phone died that quick. And my phone was at, I'm going to say, like maybe 90, 92. And I had it sitting right here, you know, right down here. It's where I've been sitting it when I've been going on Facebook Live just to see if anybody might might show up or whatever. Uh, so I was at about 92. And I'm sure at one point you saw me, you know, reach in and grab the phone and pull it up over here. And at that point, I had I had stopped the live, so I wasn't even using that much power to go live or anything at that point. Uh, so that wasn't long at all. And my phone is down to 55, which I have a pretty good battery, and it doesn't usually drain fast. I mean, I can leave it off the charger all day and sometimes all through the night and I'll still be at 43% in the morning, you know, it's, it's, it's a good battery. And that drained me 40, yeah, about 40%. Just, uh, it's not a drastic decline, but his seemed to go much faster. And of course, what I'm thinking is he's obviously more in tune with the Reiki. And so the energy, because, you know, we, especially me and him, uh, we are sending these energies back and forth. He knows he's doing it. Uh, I ne don't necessarily. But uh, I'm thinking that the fact that his is stronger and was being sent through his side I think that energy uh, transference may have drained the battery faster. I mean, it's not, you know, this isn't like, oh my God, I'm <laughs> put me in scientific magazine here. Uh, but just, you know, little things trying to, just like we do with ghost hunting, uh, try to put some validity, some proof in what we're talking about. And I know, it's 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 interesting. Something else I've thought about recently. These haven't gone off in the past couple shows. And they were before, randomly, or not randomly, I don't know, but uh as far as I could tell, it seemed to have coincided with some things we were saying. So maybe uh the things we were saying during those shows were a little bit stronger and spirit or uh, higher self, whatever, uh, decided that they needed to send the energy to that to confirm what we were saying. That's the way we take it in the ghost world, ghost hunting world. So that's how I want to take it here but the properties might be different uh, because it's not necessarily electromagnetic energy although it could be who knows i don't know we don't know yet uh 
So maybe try to point out the differences in those episodes and these last ones where they haven't been going off. At least as far as I've seen, they haven't been going off. Uh, and give your opinion and we'll see what happens with that. So anyway, my whole point is uh, we're going to end the show now. Yeah. Well, we're not going to end the show. It's not over yet. Uh, I'm ending it for tonight because uh, he doesn't have a cord that will charge his phone. Huh? If you're going over to an undisclosed location, oh, maybe they don't have outlets there. I don't know where they are. So maybe there's no outlets around them. That could be another reason why it doesn't have more charging. Who knows? Anyway, <laughs> we're going to uh, revisit this tomorrow night and we will record the second portion. And that's what you'll see next. So, was this a full show? Nah, dog. Was this a bad show? Nah, dog. Was it my messenger? Yeah, dog. Okay. Shut up. So, um, we're gonna go in seven, eight, two, one. Something